0: We. Are. I. I find it interesting that as far back as you can go, and I'm talking, you know, to some of the original text. The text that is considered 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 to probably be the oldest in, I don't know, I wouldn't say necessarily most wise, but just some of the text that we have from the, the beginning of printed word. You know, all the way up to you know, I guess, like present day. And, you know, I, I see a lot of this, I, I post a lot of those old, uh, you know, like, Greek philosophers quotes and stuff on my Instagram and stuff. And, you know, but it made me really start to think, you know, through this process, you know, even taking it further back than that. You know, how much writing there is about how how human beings have the propensity to be shitty people. And how it seems like it seems like the standard for people, human beings, is that we have the propensity to be shitty, we have the propensity to be lazy. And we have the propensity to be emotionally unintelligent. We also have the ability to be able to, you know, like, manipulate others. Because when you go back through all these doctrines, it's like these are some of the things that we see. You know, whether or not you want to take like the Ten Commandments Bible route, whether you want to just read some of the some of the scripture that these, you know, Greek philosophers have put out there, or whether or not that you want to read a lot of this other information that these different cultures from around the world have decided to jot down. You know, and you can probably even take this back, if you really think about it, to some of the some of the pictures, some of the stories by way of pictures that, you know, different cultures have left over the course of time. It's not that it's not there. It's not that, you know, people haven't always been this way, but it's more along the lines of why? Like, why are people like this? Why is there always been this class of people who want to control others? Why has there always been a the class of people who want to manipulate others? Why has there always been the class of people who just want to be shitty why is it been, like, why have we never evolved out of that? We've evolved to lose less body hair. We've evolved to, you know, potentially not use our appendix or have a tail or like anything along these lines. Like we've evolved at they like, we have... Now a few organs in our body that don't seem to make sense. So obviously we've evolved past that, but our emotional intelligence has never really evolved because the, the one thing that I do thoroughly understand is that most of the people who are, you know, preaching any of these doctrines, the loudest tend to be the shittiest of them all trying to convince other people, which this is the manipulating class. You know, I would, I posted a quote the other day by somebody, I can't remember who it was. And it was, this is not verbatim, but basically it was that if you, um, if you never get angry, I don't know who you are. You know, because like, to me, like, that's so, that's so rich because, you know, all the filters come off when somebody's angry. Like there's no if ands, or buts about that. It's like, you know, if you're, if you're angry, it's hard to be able to have that self-control. So you get that window. It, it's like the old saying too, that there's some truth behind all sarcasm. You know, like those, those statements allow those little windows, you know, like those emotions add or open the little windows into the soul to allow everybody to be able to see who and what you really are. But again, over the course of these hundreds of thousands of years, why is our emotional intelligence when our general intelligence has definitely expanded and increased, but it doesn't seem like our emotional intelligence has come along with it. And, you know, emotional intelligence does equate to a big part of survival, because if you don't have the right emotional intelligence, you can be. Not only make some very foolish decisions that you know would lead to certain death at a point in time that isn't too far in our very near past, you know, but like this can also allow you to be an outcast of a society an outcast of a family, which again then leads to your own doom and demise but up until this present day right now it it doesn't seem like even if you tried to argue a point where you know it Maybe that more people aren't. It's like, well, no, because if that was the case, it would seem like that as we evolve into the species that we are today, the evolution of our emotional intelligence would be on par or is equal to all the other development that we have. But it seems like that our emotional intelligence As we collectivize in greater and bigger cities, it almost seems like it devolves. And you see this actually happen over the course of our history is that the more advanced civilization gets, the more it seems like our emotional intelligence goes the opposite way. So do we have to eliminate the advancement of technology or stifle intentionally the advancement of technology in, in us, our advancement as a species, to be able to promote actual healthy emotional intelligence and development. Because when you look at this, this goes back to what we know now that, you know, some of the happiest people on this planet live in third world countries who have very, very, very little who participate in a society of great technological achievement, but can't actually fiscally participate in it at all. You know, so this gives us a window into what I'm saying. Because if species devolved de- or devolved and we had less, our emotional intelligence and our compassion and all these things increase exponentially. Because it goes back to what we know that the more dependence that we have to have on one another versus the dependence on technology that disconnects us from one another, that's what makes us happy. You know, our, our role in a community, Not we have no actual emotional intelligence at a very intrinsic level to us biologically and emotionally to the technology around us. It may seem like it performs the same task, but it doesn't. Because there's something about when an actual human being, a physical entity, an emotional entity does this for you or with you. This is what, it creates a bond. And that bond is not something that you can can get from, you know, having say like a a robot vacuum little roomba you know but when you have somebody that when you know what it's like to clean and then you have somebody clean for you feels good feels really good you know when you're hungry and you have somebody provide a meal for you feels good but when this meal randomly gets dropped off at your house and now you know we have this you know, door delivery, and you you don't even have to interact with just the person who's dropped it off, never mind the people who've made it. You know, but if you know, if you've seen the person growing the food in their garden one day, and then, you know, a month later, you see that same food on your plate, and the person standing there who grew it and prepared it for you, Like that means something totally different, totally different. So it's interesting. Like this is one of those topics that I hope that you have the ability to be able to kind of dive deep into this on your own and say like, hey, like why do we devolve from an emotional intelligence perspective when our technological advancements increase? Why does it seem like human beings have never really emotionally involved or involved evolved as a species? It seems like this is something that's forever a monkey on our back that we never truly can get rid of. And why is that? It's a very good question.